You're barking up the wrong tree. You can say that again. Actions speak louder than words. Wrap your head around something. Penny for her thoughts. Your guess is good as mine. To bite off more than you can chew. Hello and welcome to English with Hustino, a podcast designed for you to learn English vocabulary, expressions, culture, and maybe even some grammar along the way. This podcast is for those already speaking English at an intermediate or advanced level. The idea here is to listen and learn from a native English speaker in a natural way, the way you first learned your native language, by hearing it. Okay, for we go. Enjoy. Episode 36. Glomar Response. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when and where you are listening. This story covers a number of common colloquialisms, street talk, or just saying that means something different in direct translation. It's one thing to see these on the list in your grammar book, but it's quite different to hear them in the context of an actual story. Hopefully this helps you remember them for next time. I suggest you listen to this podcast many times if you want to improve your English. Download it and listen while you're in line, driving, walking, cooking, cleaning, or whatever you do when you listen to podcasts. It's important to hear these words more than once to remember and become familiar with them. Also, stay until the end to listen to the summary in the past, present, and conditional tenses. And as always, please visit www.oyehustino.com to find a transcription for this podcast. Listening to and following along with the transcripts is a good way to improve your language skills. Please send me an email to let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. Let's review the colloquialisms and their meanings first and then you can listen closely in the story for how they are applied in everyday conversations. By the way, these are all highlighted in the transcripts. You're barking up the wrong tree. To be mistaken. To be looking for solutions in the wrong place. You can say that again. That's true. I agree. Actions speak louder than words. Believe what people do and not what they say. Wrap your head around something. Understand something complicated. To be tight-knit, bound together by strong relationships and common interests. Penny for your thoughts. Tell me what you're thinking. Your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea. To bite off more than you can chew. Take on a project that you can't finish. Break the ice. Make people feel more comfortable. Also, listen for this one. A Glomar response. I can neither confirm nor deny that. This is a refusal to give any information, typically used by the government. A Glomar response is not necessarily a colloquialism, but it's kind of close. And now, to the story. Listen close for these sayings. Are you ready? Enjoy. At lunchtime on Wednesday, Jacob's friend and co-worker Adam sauntered into his cubicle and sat down at the edge of Jacob's desk. Jacob could tell, just by looking at the smirk on Adam's face, that he was up to no good and had some sort of nefarious plan. Whatever it is, I don't want to know, Jacob said. Serious voice. He could only maintain his faux serious composure for a moment before he giggled and Adam laughed with him. Adam never meant any harm, but whenever he walked into Jacob's cubicle with that look on his face, Jacob knew he was up to something. You know how you're best friends with the new boss? Adam asked, innocently. Jacob rolled his eyes. I'm not best friends with Rachel. I just do my job without annoying her. But continue, Jacob muttered. Any chance you can use your best friend charm to ask her if we can all leave early on Friday? 
We want to cut out early, ditch the heat, and head up to Payson to go camping for the weekend. You should come with us. Adam grinned and raised his eyebrows. You're barking up the wrong tree, Jacob said, shaking his head. She likes me, but not enough to let us all leave early on Friday. For a camping trip. Why don't you ask her? Are you kidding? Adam gasped dramatically, throwing a hand over his heart. After last month? She'll say no just to spite me. You can say that again, Jacob agreed, laughing as he remembered the shenanigans that Adam had pulled last month. Adam was one of their best employees, but he was also the jokester around the office. Most people, including their boss, usually found it very funny. But last month, Adam had pushed it a little too far, between coming in late and leaving a little early, and his general humorous demeanor. He hadn't gotten in trouble, but their boss had made it very clear that he needed to be a little more professional around the office. Although, Adam said after a moment, I have been a model employee this month. They say that actions speak louder than words. Maybe she knows that I've changed my ways and deserve a reward. Jacob laughed and shook his head. No way, he answered, standing up and stretching. But I guess I can go ask and see. Worst she'll do is say no. Adam gave Jacob two thumbs up and watched him eagerly as Jacob knocked on their boss's door. He waited a moment, then stepped into her office. Hey Jacob, what's up? Rachel asked. Rachel had replaced their beloved retiring boss. The idea of their previous boss retiring had been a lot for the office to wrap their heads around, and no one was looking forward to the idea of a new boss. But so far, Rachel had been very pleasant to work with. She was quiet and reserved, but very fair. Hey, best boss ever, Jacob answered, looking at Rachel with big puppy dog eyes. Can we cut out early on Friday for a team-building camping trip to Payson? Rachel laughed and ran her hands down her face. Did Adam put you up to this? She asked. Jacob shrugged. I can neither confirm nor deny that, he answered diplomatically, even though he knew that Rachel knew that it was Adam's idea. Rachel was quiet for a moment, and Jacob was certain she was about to say no, and sent him on his way. But then she surprised him. Sure, she said. Where in Payson? Because I'm officially inviting myself on this camping excursion. If you're all leaving early, so am I. Adam had been shocked when Jacob reported back the results, but warmed up to the idea of Rachel joining quickly. Their office was a tight-knit group of people, and they were eager to include Rachel in the circle. Rachel let everybody leave the office at three on Friday, and they all piled into their cars and started to drive up the Mogollon Rim. The campsites along the beautiful rim were favored by the work crew because they were easily accessible, relatively flat, and featured amazing views. Everyone stopped in Payson to grab dinner and last-minute supplies and snacks before they headed out of town and up towards where they'd be pitching their tents. After a bit more driving, everyone parked, grabbed supplies, and started the short hike to where Adam decided they'd set up camp. The area they were in was frequently camped in, with a pre-made rock fire pit and spots to set up their tents. The group chatted happily as they set up, with Jacob starting up a fire when he finished his tent. They all sat in a circle around the fire and roasted hot dogs they had grabbed in town, talking about that week at work and how it was hot down in the valley. It was refreshingly cool on the rim, a needed break from the scalding summer temperatures in Arizona. All right, enough chit-chat, Adam declared suddenly. He wanted to break the ice with the new boss now that everybody was together. Rachel, boss lady, penny for your thoughts. What do you think of our office? Rachel was quiet for a second before she answered. 
I was sad when I got transferred here, she answered after a moment. But you're a great group to work with, mostly. She looked pointedly at Adam, and everybody laughed. I don't understand why you are the way you are. You're such a great employee, but you're very... frustrating. Adam was cackling by the time she had finished speaking. Your guess is as good as mine, Jacob said, and Adam laughed again. I'm glad you actually let me come with you, Rachel continued, chewing on her freshly roasted hot dog. I was a little worried I'd bitten off more than I could chew when I invited myself. But you've all been so nice, and I'm excited to be here. Cheers to that, Adam said, holding up his drink. Everyone laughed and clinked their cans together. They spent the rest of the evening trading stories of their old boss, talking about their ongoing work projects and their upcoming meetings, and continuing to get to know each other and grow as a team. By the time they all picked up to leave the next morning, they felt like they had gotten closer as a team. But more importantly, they felt like they had all gained a new friend. And now a summary in the past, present, and conditional tenses. Past tense. Jacob and Adam plotted to convince their boss Rachel to allow the office to leave early on Friday. They wanted the extra time to go camping in the mountains outside the city. They wanted to camp out as a team-building exercise. Jacob asked Rachel, and she surprisingly agreed, but she also wanted to go along. They all ended up hanging out that night around a campfire and had a great time. Present. Jacob and Adam plot how they can talk their boss Rachel to allow the office to leave early on Friday. They want the extra time to go camping in the mountains outside the city. They want to camp out as a team-building exercise. Jacob asks Rachel, and she surprisingly agrees, but she also wants to go along. They are all hanging out that night around a campfire and have a great time. The Conditional Tense Jacob and Adam would plot how they could talk their boss Rachel to allow the office to leave early on Friday. They would want the extra time to go camping in the mountains outside the city. They would want to camp out as a team-building exercise. Jacob would end up asking Rachel, and she would surprisingly agree, but she also wanted to come along. They would all end up hanging out that night around a campfire and would have a great time. And that's our story for today. I hope you enjoyed listening, and I hope you understood everything. If not, I would suggest listening to this again and again. Once you hear the same words over and over, you will begin to understand and your English will be at a higher level. Also, the transcripts will be posted for this episode at www.oyejustino.com, and you can listen and read along at the same time. I would love to hear what your comments are. Please send me a message at english at oyejustino.com, or visit our website to find transcripts, podcasts, and vocabulary flashcards. And again, see you next time. Bye-bye for now.